keeping you a step ahead of the changing world of business. This is Voice America Business. Welcome to The Quantum Leap Catalyst with Terry Ostroviak. In the next hour, Terry and his guests discuss how to accelerate your business success and turn possibility into certainty. So turn up your speakers and hold on. Here's your host of The Quantum Leap Catalyst, Terry Ostroviak. Hi, everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak speaking to you from San Diego. We have a slightly different program today, as I'd indicated previously. Instead of having a specific guest, we're going to have a couple of call-ins that uh, uh, that will be coached online, in fact, and we'll be talking about areas that uh, they want to, or goals and results that they want to achieve uh, that could be important for them. We'll also be talking about quantum leap-type coaching, and so we'll discuss that a bit further on in the show. Our first guest this morning is a lady that has called in from... From New York, and um, I have worked with her previously, and she suggested that uh, this might be an interesting experience for her. And so, let's get on right with it at this moment. Hi, Jody. Good morning. Are you there, Jody? Uh, Jody seems to have disappeared for for a second. So let's see uh, what we'll do. Um, what we're going to What we're going to talk about this morning is in the area of quantum leap results. She'll get back on the line in a second. Um, quantum leap has to do with a definition that I use to describe it, which is achieving a result that is far beyond anything that we have ever conceived of previously. And it might sound very almost esoteric in a way. It could sound like it's far beyond anything that we've ever done before. But um, it actually isn't as complicated as it might sound. Our guest is with us at the moment. Jody, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what happened. You probably got cut off for a second. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about it. What do you? Maybe just tell us a little bit of background, just for a moment. What is it that you're working on at this moment? What is your main um, focus of attention in your in your job, let's say? Well. I think, you know, I'm trying to improve my position. So I'm, I'm in transition between between jobs, and I'm trying to go from one level to the next level. So I had to leave one job and go to the next. So I'm right. going from, um, in essence, I'm my position would be going to the higher level. Right. In terms so of salary, position. You're actually been on, uh, you, you, you work in the legal field, don't you? Yes. Okay, so that's the area that you're looking at. And so you're interviewing at the moment in order to be yes. able to get a higher position. Is that the objective? Yes. Okay, and so uh, you're, 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 you're actually interviewing people right now or being interviewed by people for, for exactly. jobs. Is that correct? Yes. Tell us a little bit about this experience. What's happening? Well, it's firstly it's a it's a scary experience because I'm learning things about myself and learning um, not to do what to do, and I'm finding that with some people there's what they say there's chemistry and there isn't chemistry, and I'm. What bothers you the most in, in, in this exercise in, that you're doing? I'm sorry? 
What bothers you the most in this exercise at the moment? I think this, I'm having a lot of fear in terms of um, going into the unknown and new companies. I've come out of a large company, I mean, uh, a large company of which I've been with for a very long time, and I'm a, the fear is that can I go into a new space? And that's very difficult for me. Also, going onto the higher level um, frightens me a little. Um, Does it mean that you go into these into these interviews and you're very nervous and jittery as you go in? Yes. And then I, I mean, I know that I'm very capable. Yeah. But then I think, can't I do it? And I, I'm sure that I share these feelings with a lot of other people who are very competent, and so I know that I'm. I know that I can do the job, and I think, you know, I go out of the interview saying, I don't know if I can do it. Can I go to the next step? And it's not just with that particular position, but in the rest of the world in terms of going out on my own and being independent, buying a house, buying two houses, you know, that step. So you've actually got two objectives. The one is to possibly get a job in the in the legal field and present yourself there, and that always is a frightening experience because you're putting yourself under the microscope, and uh, there's not a lot of power generally in that experience. Yes. Somebody else is holding the reins. Uh, on the other hand, you're also saying that you uh, are, are looking at, uh, at opportunities to maybe go into some kind of property investment. Is that, is, is that what you're suggesting? That's correct. Okay. And can, can you do both these two things at the same time, or are you hoping oh, just to do what, yes, one I, of them? What is your yes, objective? I, I believe I can. Um... You know, many, many people have done it. I think the only thing that's holding me back is the fear of actually doing it. Okay. Is, is that uh, the property part of it? Um, well, that's, I think it's both parts. Um, oh, both parts. Having the job itself on the one hand. But you're actually trying to do two things at the same time. Yes. And, and you're adding a lot of stress to yourself. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> that's the type of person I am. I'm very... I want to accomplish a lot and... Okay. But know. in both of them, what I'm suggesting is, as I listen to you right now, one, uh, both of these two areas are, are kind of frightening. And, uh, and one of them actually you're in control of, totally in control of, and that's the property side. And that's not uh, going to run away. So initially, um, maybe your first objective is to, is to earn some money and to get yourself on a stable footing. Security... How important is that for you? Well, it's very important because that's what I, I, you know, to me that's the natural, that comes naturally. If I don't have, if I don't have that, it's the be all and end all in my eyes. So okay. I say, I believe that's everything. Well, so that makes sense, doesn't it? It just says that that's the beginning and end of, right. of, of virtually everything that you're doing right now. I think the first point is that you've got to have some cash flow. Right. In other words, you've got to know that there's a steady, regular income coming in, and you've got to commit yourself, obviously, to that exercise. Make sense? Yes. All right. So maybe that's your first objective. And the other one is uh, is something that you'll do as the second stage of maybe developing the kind of security that you're looking for. But number one, you've got to, you, first of all, find the right position, slot into that position, and then, and, and then, and know, and, and obviously be totally committed. It's not as though if you do something on the outside, you're going to drop the job. I mean, this is vitally important for you, isn't it? Right. Okay, yes. so that's yes. the issue. So what, I, what I'm actually doing at the moment, Jody, is I'm just reflecting back to you. 
I mean, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just reflecting back to you what you're telling me. Right. In other words, I'm listening between the lines for a moment, and I'm just saying, this is what it sounds like you're saying to me. Is that correct? Yes. All right. So what did you get out of this discussion so far? What makes sense here for you? <laughs> it's, almost scary, it's almost scary to repeat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't um, want you to repeat exactly what I said. I said, what did you get out of it? In other words, what insight have you got as a result of listening to us, to our conversation? Well, to our I have to find security ago. and cash flow first. I have right. to get my That's really settled. the insight. You see, it's Sorry? easy for me to say that to you, but if you don't buy into it, then it's just talk, and it doesn't help yes. very much. <laughs> yeah, it sounds more scary when I say it. <laughs> it's scary when you say that. <laughs> yeah, that means I've got to commit to it if I say it. <laughs> That's exactly the point. That's the reality. They say yeah. that action lives on the tongue. <laughs> the moment that we verbalize something clearly, that becomes the reality and that becomes the action that we have to take. Right. <laughs> I, I can hear you laughing in the background. <laughs> yes, I don't know if I could. It's funny that we should be laughing about something that's this serious. <laughs> yeah. Because I know how serious this you, and I know how motivated you are to also have, feel that you have a, that you have a secure job. And I know also yes. from dealing with you previously that um, that when you when you go into a job, you give your all and you totally yes. give it. Yeah. So I think really that's the first stage in the whole process. I feel that that's vitally important in the exercise. So let's, we, uh, we can talk briefly about it right at this moment, but okay. I hope what you've done at the moment is written down. My number one priority is? Well, getting myself settled in a secure position to get right. cash flow. And that word cash flow is very important here. Yes. <laughs> It's not as though you're going to starve, but you need the cash flow, <laughs> and, yes. that's, and that's vitally important. Okay. And right. so you'll do whatever you, whatever, whatever's required of you to make the job work. All right, let's yes. talk about the interview itself for a moment. What is it that frightens you most in going into those interviews? I'm sorry, you, you were a little bit surprised at one point. Okay. What frightens you most in the interviews? Um... You know, generally the interviews actually go very well. I think mostly I fall into a position where there's distrust because that's what I've had surrounding you me don't for the last few years. You. Um, distrust in the people that I work with, and that um, I won't. Oh, you mean previously? Well, the last two and a half years that I've been there, been in my position, it's always been. You know, I created, there was a lot of jealousy. Right. So I don't want to, I want to, I want to be in a situation where I'm comfortable. Okay, so one of the characteristics that you're looking for in the job is one where there's a lot of harmony. Yes. And you I don't want to be in a, in a place where there's discord and animosity, and that, that frightens me. And the companies that I've been looking at, are very large and really are the best companies to be in. They're the tops you can possibly be in. And, I, you know, naturally you should be the best. And Correct. Of course, you know, there's something to be afraid now, of. Now, that's the that you were talking about doesn't necessarily come from you. You're saying that that was the kind of culture of that particular yes. organization. Exactly. 
okay, so, but you got thrust into it and you found, found that very disturbing. Yes. Okay, that's vitally important in the exercise. All right, you know, in a few moments we're going to be going into a break, uh, right. Jody, and then we'll come back from the break and we'll talk a little bit about the discord in the company and what kind of effect it had on okay. you. So let's go into the break now and we'll be back just after that. Stay with us. Hi, everybody. Today we're talking about Quantum Leap in the area of coaching, Quantum Leap results. And we have a guest with us who's coming, who's phoned in from New York. Uh, I'm in San Diego. And we're discussing her getting a, looking for a new, new position in the legal field and uh, some, of the, some of the challenges and the travails that she goes through in looking for the job. And I just questioned her just before the break. We are in the second part of the show right now, and she says that uh, in the company that she was in previously, there was a lot of discord, and she found it very unsettling. Jody, so welcome back again. Jody, Thank let's you. talk a little bit about that. What effect did that discord have on you in the organisation? Um, um, well, let me just start by telling you my position in the company. I started off as a secretary and grew to office manager, and that in itself is, um, I, I think it's a, it's a demanding position that, you know, requires quite a lot of assertiveness, and yes, people see that as being aggressive. Um, granted, when I first started training with you, I was a little aggressive and more busting as people might say. Um, So there's a lot of females in the company, and they didn't like that at all, and they saw me, became very jealous of my position. I'd also been in the company for a number of years, and so the jealousy grew, and as the management grew, they try to push me out, and of course they couldn't because I'd remained loyal. Um, so there was a lot In of other words, you're saying that you were very crazy. demanding, maybe a little bit tactless at times. Yes, I'd say. I was, you know, I'm not as tactful as I am now, and even now it's a little bit of a stretch. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so... It's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm working on it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so you're very result oriented, and you every every when the bosses wants something done, they always call on me and right. say, "If you want something done, you ask Jody; she'll get it done right one, first time." And that okay. definitely annoyed everybody else. Why was that? Oh, because they left them out and they and they put you out in front. Well, because they knew I could get it done without uh, question. Anyway, but so other that, people didn't like that very much. They felt yes, of course. Stuff. And when you, you know, so anyway, the end result being that I was eventually pushed out, just caused too many problems. Do you think that was the reason that you actually were causing too many problems? Well, my maybe being too results orientated, um, being able to do the job very well, and also, you know. People knowing that I could do the job very well. Right. Um, and people saying, Jody can do the job better than you. Right. Was a problem. Right. So, 
the end result. Anyway, the fact of the matter is that you've moved on, you've, and you've been, I've been working with you on learning to be a bit more tactful and getting results through people with less friction, and you've, you've done pretty well in that area, haven't you now? Yes, now it's come about, but still, you know, when you, you're, you, I think you, you said in the beginning, people are not going to accept change when they know how to the first time. Right. So they didn't accept my change, and they still remembered that. So I had to move out. So they just, you know, they just saw me the way that I was and didn't accept my change. And that's just it. I, I either had to leave or I was, you know, had to resign or be fired. That's the way that it right. was. But whatever it is, at the moment you're, you're in a new space looking for yes. a new function with a new organization. Yes. Yes. And you said, and, and the area that bothers you the most is that you're very jittery about being under the microscope and feeling this vulnerable, right? Yes. Okay, and that, that, that's something that you need to work on. Let's yeah. talk a, a little bit about that. How do you, how you, how do you resolve that? For what do you have to do? What do you think you have to do? Well, you know, I can say the expressions that you taught me to say, um, I have the power, I make the decisions, but when I walk into that situation, I seem to forget all of that and just start to, sh you know, remember the past. You know, the few deep breaths and things right. don't seem to help at all. Maybe I should just, I think it's just going to take time for me to remember that I am fully competent or just keep practicing what I'm doing to make sure that I am completely comfortable in my own skin. All right, let's say, when we're dealing with people, one of the biggest problems that we've got is, and we, we talked about this at one time, is that when we're thinking about, our, when we, when we are thinking about ourselves, and uh, what, what kind of effect does it have on our level of confidence? Um, when we're thinking about ourselves. Yeah. When you're thinking about yourself, when you go into an interview, what effect do you think it has on the people that you're dealing with? Where's the focus? Well, it's an interesting question. I'm not quite sure how to answer this, Terry. Um, <laughs> okay, maybe I need to read. <laughs> no, this is very interesting because it's <laughs> right. usually... Let's put it this way. When we go into an interview and we want to engage people in the interview, who should we be talking about? Well, we should... I, if somebody asks me about myself in an interview... Yes. Or what am I capable of? I usually tell them about my previous, how successful I was in my previous job. Not necessarily no, they, they, about they want my... to know about your background. Yes. But in order to engage them, in order to make the connection, who should we be talking about mainly? I know you're in an interview, but who should we be talking about? So I should be talking about myself? Well, when we're talking about ourselves and the focus of attention is on yourself, we're under the microscope. What kind of uh, what kind of feeling do we have? Well, we should it's have very easy feeling. to talk about ourselves. That's why we, we we go there the whole time. But if we want to engage other people, who should we be talking about? Themselves, the other person. That's correct. Really, that's the clue to it. One of the finest ways to develop confidence in ourselves is by being able to put the focus of attention on other people. Now, I understand in an interview they want to know about you. But most important of all, they also want to know how you will fit into their organization. Right. And so I see. maybe 
I'm not saying divert their attention for one moment. Obviously, you've got to give some details about yourself. But the amount, the, the, the stuff that you're talking about in your past that is negative, I think what you're saying is that seems to pop up in these interviews, and you start to lose a lot of confidence. Right. Okay. So maybe you need to have more of a dialogue or more of a conversation with them where it's not just only about you. Maybe what we need to be talking about over here, and I'm putting on my mentoring hat now for a moment, not coaching hat, and I'm going to suggest to you that maybe you need to find out how you could be helpful to them. Right. What did you do differently in your last interview? You mentioned that uh, well, on this week. What I did differently week, was... Um, I asked the questions, when it came to asking questions, I I opened up with the questions that you we discussed. What, what, did you, what did you say? What words did you use? What did you say? If I was to be in this position and live up to your highest expectations, what would you expect of me? That's what I asked. And she told me, she said, I'd like you to be flexible, I'd like you to be supportive, I do not want you to be the center of attention as a lot of secretaries are. Yes. Or, you know, I want you to be supportive, I want you to be, you know, she went about like this. Very good. And was that helpful for you to, to get Yes, absolutely. She things? said, I want you to be, she said a lot of other things that, um, you know, and, and then I asked a few other questions. How long have employees been in this position? Yes. And she said so. Um, the interview lasted for very for quite a long time. It was about two hours that I was in there. Wow. And so how did you feel I, that it I went, ultimately? I thought the interview went very well. It was very positive. Um, did you get the feeling that you, that, that you were, uh, I mean, that you were connecting with her? Yes, I did. It was a very positive interview. What do you think it was that caused her to be, you know, for it to be that positive and for the two of you to make that connection? Or that it worked? I actually believe it was that question that I asked her. Okay. Um, that's what, you know, she didn't, she didn't ask me, she did ask me about my previous experience and I told her what my duties were Right. She didn't really ask me why I left. Um, so really what's going on over here, Jody, is that you feel that, that, that when you go into these interviews, somehow or other you find yourself somewhere in that interview suddenly thinking about and feeling um, a little bit less powerful because you're thinking about things that might not have gone so well in the previous job. Yeah, that might have been... And you're nervous about it and, and worried if it's going to suddenly pop up and destroy your chances. Is, is that what's going on? Yes, I think it's the distrust, the distrust and discord of being uh, pushed out that may, that Does would have... Does it make sense to you that that's the past and that you keep rehashing it and bringing it up again and bringing it back even in yeah. your new interviews where, where your major priority, this is a key phrase right now, your major priority in that interview is to be totally present at that time. In other yeah. words, engaging that person and not worrying about what happened in the past. Yeah. You literally got to consciously push yourself into being in the present at that moment. Yeah, because I know. Because that's the only part of your life that you can control is that presence. We're going to have a break now and we'll go back into the 
break, and we'll talk a little bit about being present in order to to hold down or to, to move those areas that were bothering you from coming okay. back into those interviews. So we'll okay. come back in a moment. Stay with us, folks. Hi, everybody. We're talking today about uh, coaching. We're talking about quantum leap results. And I have a, a coachee or somebody that's called in. Her name is Jody. She's from New York. And we're talking about her. She's doing job interviews in the legal field at the moment. And uh, one of the things that she said in the previous part of the show was that she gets into these meetings, she gets very jittery, very nervous, and uh, when we talked about it, uh, and Jody's there at the moment, we said that, uh, she said that she she finds her thoughts and her feelings suddenly reverting back to previous bad experience in the, in the previous company she was in, instead of remaining in the, in the present, in the interview at that very moment. Is that correct, Jody? Yes. All right, so... What does it tell you that you have to do in that in these in each one of these interviews? Um, I think in I order should to be more powerful and keep myself as much as in the, in the present as possible. Right. Keep myself in positive thinking. Well, it's it's more than just positive thinking. It's actually you literally have to create some kind of um, keyword Diversion. or something that helps you to remain in the. Um, in, the, in that present moment, talking with that, talking with that person that you with and being totally engaged with them and right off anything else, it's almost like if you use this example that I remember reading in a book written originally by Dale Carnegie, talked about a cat stalking a mouse. Right. The one thing that the cat is not thinking about while it's stalking the mouse is whether it's tail standing up in the air or whether she looks good or not. Right. It's totally focused on the mouse. And when you go into those interviews, that's what you have to be, totally focused as to what's going on in that interview and not let a lot of those negative thoughts come flooding back into your mind. Now, it's not that you can get rid of those things entirely, but what you can do is postpone them at least for the time that you're in that interview. Right. And, and then just simply by asking questions about how you could be helpful in the organization. You mentioned earlier in the conversation as well that when you were talking with them in the interview, that the, the interview lasted for a long time and that you felt yes. that it was very positive. It was positive because you had initiated the conversation. Yes. And you were showing an interest in what they were doing and they appreciated that, obviously. Yes. So it's not just one-way traffic in an interview. It really is a dialogue in the best sense of the word. Right. That's what you obviously did so well here. So I think what we're going to do, let's just sum up for a moment. What, have you, what do you feel that you've learned about yourself in today's discussion? I'm sorry, what, did I, what do I feel like I've learned? About yourself in this discussion. Um... Well, I, I didn't actually realize that the negative impact in the previous position was okay. so was so prevalent. Yes. That's the first thing. The right. second thing is I have to take a different approach to my interviewing method. And what are you going to do differently from now on then? <laughs> I have to find a way. I haven't decided yet. Um, and so that's really what I have to work on. I'm going to have well, to... Really, the point behind it is, Jody, 
if the focus, if you're uncomfortable when the focus of attention is totally on you instead of on the company, remember that woman right. gave you the clue. She said to yes. you, if you were to be out operating outstandingly in the job, you could not be the focal point. Your job is to be supportive. Yes. The same right. thing applies when you're in the interview. If you right. really want to make a connection with people, we have to be asking questions and right. finding out how you can be helpful to them. Right. So if you ask questions and you find out how you could be helpful to them, that'll take a lot of the pressure off you. Do you think right. you can do more of that? Yes. I, I guess right. that's a clue right there. I should be focusing on the job and how... That's it. I think that's the answer right there. And what do you have to do then to focus on the job? Because that in itself is not enough. I've got to, fi I've got to find out how to be more supportive, how to be... Right. You know, and how do you do that? By doing what? By asking questions. Correct. When you verbalize it like that, then it's powerful and strong for you. Yes. Would you say exactly. that's a bit of a breakthrough in your thinking today? Absolutely. It's, it's definitely been very helpful. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. And so you know what we're going to do in future? I'm going to ask you to call back into the show in a couple of weeks, and uh, we'll, we'll do more of that. Is that okay? Well, I want to find out about your progress, how you've been doing. Will you call back? Jody, you there? Seems to have lost Jody. Okay, but that's what she's going to do. I believe that there's somebody else on the phone, um, and we're going to be talking with somebody else that's called in. So we'll be talking, I believe his name is Corey. Corey uh, will be with us in, in a moment. He's from San Diego, I believe. And he'll be phoning in in a second, and uh, we'll be talking with him. So let's just talk briefly about uh, what happened here for a moment. In the, in the actual coaching exercise, it's very, very difficult for us to sometimes realize or to take a, a step back and see exactly what we've done. The coaching helps uh, a, a coachee to use a catalyst as I am as a, as a sounding board so that they can move forward and see things in a different perspective. Corey, are you there? Yeah, Terry. Hi, Corey. Good morning. Welcome to you. Thanks for holding on for us. Corey, just very, very briefly, in just two, one, one sentence, literally, what do you do exactly in your, in your work? I'm a general contractor specializing in tenant improvements and residential interiors. Okay, and I know that you're a very, very uh, systematic and very, very focused uh, individual on, achieve, on, on, on making things happen and doing them perfectly. Is that correct? I certainly attempt to. <laughs> All right. What is it that you're currently doing that I can be most helpful to you on? Well, it's actually kind of interesting that I was listening to Jody speak about that. I'm currently in a position where we're growing the company, and it's going to be at a pretty rapid rate. Yeah. And it's important to me to build a small, cohesive team. Right. And in the construction industry, we all have skill sets, trade work that we do. Right. My problem or excuse me, my concern that I'm trying to accomplish is the skill sets are important, but how do I go through that process of evaluating the skill set with the potential that they can build into some of the key positions that are very important for me to fulfill? Are you saying, are you saying that you tend to be doing too much of the work because you're very experienced and it's your company? That's, that's, that's an important part, but I need to find... There's a couple of key positions I need to fulfill so I can grow my company to be a, a true company as opposed to a general contractor who's just doing, 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're an owner of your business. You're also the chief executive of the business, and you tend to be doing everything yourself, and what you really need to do is surround yourself with some really skilled people. Correct. But okay. they have, that's they have to have the skill sets, and they also have, I, I need to find just a couple key people that I can put into positions, and, and that's, that's right. my dilemma at the moment, determining how I can go from... Right. What stops you from having work. done this already? Why haven't you done it? I mean, it seems very clear to you. Oh, it's easy to find talented guys. But no, I'm not really talking about lead. finding talented guys, but I mean the even realization that you can't grow your business unless you've got really talented, skilled people around you. That's, that's the key. What stopped you from doing it previously? I'm sorry, say again? What stopped you from doing that previously? I've, I've made the attempt. It's, it's also difficult because I do have an extensive knowledge of what I'm doing, and sometimes the guys working for me are, get a little intimidated because they don't have the experience or the knowledge. And unfortunately, in construction, when you don't, if you have a bad day, everyone knows about it. We just can't push the paperwork. You mean if you have a bad day, everybody knows about it? Everybody sees it. You know, the first time you walk on a construction site... <laughs> Corey, you're, you're the like kind of guy probably that wears your heart in your sleeve. You're a very straight, honest kind of guy. <laughs> Just I suppose they know when you're happy and when you're sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that makes it difficult, doesn't it? Oh, a little. Okay. But the objective here, really, what we're talking about, if we just cut through everything, what really is vitally important to you is to be able to take yourself out of the picture and... and, and start staffing your company so that it becomes a real business rather than it's the one-man show with a whole bunch of people standing around watching Superman work. Peripheral, correct. <laughs> Is that the objective? Well, I wouldn't go with the Superman one, but I'll take whatever compliment. <laughs> yeah, I'm being a bit facetious about it. Maybe I shouldn't do that, but I know you've got a great sense of humor. <laughs> so you don't mind that too much, do you? Not at all. Okay. The key is, is I'm... I'm through our coaching that we've been doing, I'm yeah. learning a lot more about myself and how I communicate to others, which has been just right. What have you discovered for me? Say again? What have you discovered about yourself? Oh, that I lump too much information on people and sometimes not in the straightforward, systematic way that they want to process it. Okay. Too many words. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> and it's, it's All right, I'll tell you what we're going to do, Corey. We, we're going into a break right now, and this is a vitally important area for any small business. If anybody wants to call in, please do that, or if you want to email me right now, you can even do that at terry at qlcat.com. So we're going to break now, Corey. We'll come back in a moment. Stay on the line, and uh, folks, if you're listening in, stay with us. Hi, everybody. This is Terry Ostroviak. We're going into the last part of our show this morning. When I say this morning, that's in San Diego, but you might be in the middle of the night somewhere in Australia or Indonesia, or who knows. Uh, our guest, in fact, not a guest, is a caller in. He's um, a person that, we're, that, we, that is, has um, a building contracting company and has allowed himself to be coached in the area. He says that he has been running the business almost like a one-man show with a few people around him that um, support him but that, in fact, what he really needs to do is to take this company up to a completely different level, and that is a fully functioning contracting company with uh, people who will take responsibility. Is that right, Corey? That's correct. 
that's your objective. All right, and you said that you, you thought about it at times, but you've never really known how to go about it. What have we done so far in the coaching exercise that has helped you to get to this point? Uh, we've, we've done a number of things. Number one is the fact that I've been able to see how I operate and how that's been holding me back from finding the right people and or bringing them to me to help the business grow. Well, we've been working on a plan, on a business plan, right? Correct, absolutely. And how has that helped you? Well, it's it helped me to, to, although I'm a very creative person and I can walk up to an empty shell of a building and know exactly and walk around and feel it and touch it and how it's going to be built in a few months, I have the same idea of my business in my mind's eye, but when I formally put it to paper, yes. it makes it just like a, a set of blueprints that we use for a job. It yes. makes it a day-to-day task. Right. And so it, it, it makes it a lot simpler to, gro- to, to grasp that's what you're suggesting. Exactly. exactly. Okay. And uh, I, I think that's the key in what you said. You, you go into this building, you, you have a vision, you see exactly what it should be, and all of a sudden now you're working in a totally new environment. The total new environment is actually looking at your business as a business now instead of Corey with a few people doing the job. Right. And okay. It's very that's easy because the quantum leap for you, in fact. It has been. And that's not just easy. You know, that, that is a major leap for, for many people. How do I go from being a, a general contractor who can do the job alone with a few people to actually running a proper business? It's, it's, been, uh, it, it's been eye-opening, to say the least, because I've, I've literally been in business for almost nine years. Yes. And income, work has never been a problem. Right. You've been very successful. The question is, is, you know, and I have had a number of people working for me at different times, and now I've taken that step back, and with you we've, we've formalized and put to paper exactly what it is I need to accomplish. And now it's something that it's not, well, I'll get to it later. Uh, after this job, we'll, we'll look at investing money into putting this position together. Now I'm actually designing the short-term, near-term goals that I can quantify Excuse me, and measure right just as I do when I'm balancing a budget for a project. Exactly, exactly. So all the blueprint that you're talking about that you use for doing your building is ex- is exactly what we're doing for the growth and development of your company. It's re- it really isn't that different in a sense. No, no, actually, it's even better. Right, but the, the vision business. of it now I think is a lot clearer than it was previously. Is that correct? Oh yes. Okay, so the vision says that now you can actually see a, build, a, a business with a couple of supervisors there, with a general manager, with an office manager, with an administration person who may be outsourced that will, that, will, that will be helpful, and now start working on building a business. What value or benefit would you get from doing that as opposed to operating the way that you normally would have? It's, I, I, I'm in the business because I like to create things and I like the tangible results that I get. Yes. The other side of me is financially sound business, a going concern that is separate from that's the key. This it. becomes a going, ongoing, sound investment. Correct. That's what you're looking for, right? Right. With uh, with a, with a residual income coming as a result of of running of of having a business, even if you're not necessarily there all the time. Is that correct? 
Yes, one thing I learned a long time ago from a manager I had worked for, he said that the, the best way to tell that something was managed properly is when the manager leaves and nothing changes. Okay. <laughs> the project is managed properly, and I want my company to be the same, and that's why the exercises that you've been putting me through have yes. helped me with the right mindset. Okay. The exercises meaning helping you to, to create a vision of a, of a company with, uh, that, is, that is staffed the way you would like it to be staffed with highly competent, skilled people working with you. Is that the objective? Correct. But they also, because it's a small company, I need the mesh of the different personalities, and that's the next step is when we fulfill them, we're not looking for people who complement, or excuse me, not looking for people who are the same as I am about the work, but to complement the positions and myself on the job. Right, and that's the next step in the process is to make sure that you fill the slots with the, exactly the right people, the ones that fit in with you, that fit in with the rest of the team, and fit in with the objectives that you're working on. Correct. So there's a lot to this. It's not just a matter of just hiring people. Well, exactly. It's not that we just put an ad in the paper and we find somebody's got a truck and tools and a skill set. No. I've got to, number one, see that, but number two, I've got to be able to communicate to them and, and draw that communication back from them to see if they're going to have the personality to fill a position with supervising a job site or possibly get into project management. There's a lot of people in construction who want to take their bags off, you know, their tool bags and not physically work and eventually get into management, but we're not a highly educated uh, trade. Yes. And they don't have the experience in supervisory or management or college education. And so you're going to have to put a large amount of emphasis from doing in your business into supervising, coaching, training. Yes, and that's going to sustain your people and be more effective. Yeah, and that's the, I'd, I'd have to say that is the most important and key area that we have worked on and you have helped me identify to develop for my business okay. plan. How do you feel about doing that? Because that takes you out of the out of the main picture. And all of a sudden now you become a supporter of your people rather than the focal point. It's it's a little nerve wracking because it's not what I'm used to day to day, but <laughs> I found that by doing that, if I multiply my efforts I can see the results in that area of the building. Right. As well as the multiple jobs that we will be doing. So you know, luckily I see that long-term result, but it's, once again, as you said, taking me out of what I do on a daily basis and putting more emphasis outside. Okay. Do you think you can do that? Because that's a major change in the way you operate. Oh, yeah. That's, that's part <laughs> I mean, of you're the kind of guy that says, let me do it because I know that it will get done and I'll do it perfectly and I'll do it perfectly every time. Now all of a sudden you're saying, I'm going to be developing a whole bunch of people around me and they're going to be doing it and my job is to support them. Different function. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the dad uh, taking off the training wheels. <laughs> okay. But we'll work on it together. Corey, will you, would you be prepared to, to call back uh, at odd times during some of these shows then and tell us how you're progressing and what, uh, what um, progress you've made? Yes, absolutely. I would do that. All right. Would you just, as a result of even our discussion today, what do you feel you've learned most about yourself in today's exercise in just sort of reviewing what we discussed? 
Well, the fact is that, that I do truly want to build a company that is separate from my individual abilities to go out and right. work and earn exactly. a living. Would you call that a quantum leap exercise you're involved in? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally different way of operating. It's, it's, a, it's one of these things that even in education we learn, yes. but we seem to forget to go back to and actually make it happen on a daily basis. All right. Thank you so much, Corey. Uh, we're going to go into a close in a moment and finish off the show. I just want to just review some of the things that we did today that were vitally important. That is, often we talk about quantum leap as though it really is almost impossible. And both with Jody and with Corey uh, now, we found out that the steps actually are just a little bit beyond anything that we've ever thought of before. When we talk about a quantum leap, it's something that we never conceived of as being possible for us. And now all of a sudden it is a lot clearer. Next week we'll be talking with Jay Potter, a securities person, a person who has a wealth management company, and he'll be talking about funding for small businesses. So stay with us and be with us again next week. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much, Corey, for being with us. <laughs> 